Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, welcome to another episode of the SC Report. And uh, what a week it is leading into round 16, the final buy round. And um, I never thought that I'd actually say this, but he's... Uh, He's bringing up, uh, I'd say, the talent pool in this uh, on the podcast by making a long-awaited return. Nick, you're back. I'm back, mate. I'm back. I need to bring some credibility to this podcast. I just listened to your team's podcast earlier, mate, and you did not pronounce one name correctly in the whole 18 minutes. So it's obvious that you need me. Well, let's be real. The only reason that you're on the podcast is to help me with the Polynesian name pronunciations, mate. Oh, mate, yeah, some of them were rubbish. Matt Gillett? Who the hell's Matt Gillett? Never heard of the bloke. Mate, people say Gillette or Gillett. They do, I swear. They say they say Gillett, but no, not they don't, Gillett. Mate. No, he's not the best the man can get. <laughs> but anyway, mate, anyway, it's good to be back. Um, it's a bit of a battle between you and I. It's pretty close. Yeah, you were talking your mouth off for the earlier part of the season, but you've come back to the pack now, which I knew would happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be an exciting finish, mate. I've got a few more trades left than you, though, which I think is going to get me over the line. Yes, well, I am definitely running out, but oh well. Um, mate, what is going on? What is the point of buy planning? Players have been falling um, everywhere, basically since probably about a month ago. It's just been one week after the other. I mean, why do we even bother? Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. I'm going to have, if I make two trades, I'm going to have 10 players this week. Um, I traded in TKO last week. Obviously, he's gone. Uh, I've got Fafida. He's gone. Um, obviously, um, Dearden getting injured doesn't help. But, yeah, mate, it's um, I don't know why we bother. I don't know why we bother. It's a joke. But as long as we end up with who we want by round 19, I suppose, uh, we should be set for a good finish to the season and we should be able to earn a key ring, which will probably get delivered to us about this time next year. No key rings next year, mate. They've learnt uh, from that. Um, obviously, that doesn't really uh, it doesn't help to build a bit of a lie about things coming. So there's no key rings for 2020, which is okay. I'm fine oh. with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought I was a chance finally. No, you're not. A, you're never a chance, mate. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna crumble. We know this. And um, I mean, by planning, it's not really something you'd be used to, right? Because you spend about five minutes on your side a week. Yeah, I know. Usually it's a Friday, it's a Thursday afternoon or shit, do I have to make any trades today? Nope. All right, good. We'll do them Friday night. Knock them out Friday night. I was this close to bringing in Jerome Hughes last week till luckily I saw that he didn't have a green line next to his name anymore. So just missed that one. But yeah, mate, it's um it's been a busy last month or so. So I've been I've been flat out less time on Supercoach, unfortunately, but luckily you've been carrying the ship, mate, um, and doing a great job. So, what are we what are we covering on the pod tonight? Similar sort of format to what you and JT have been rolling with recently. Heaps of stuff, mate. So we'll start with the news, and then we're going to move into the Welders Dog and Popular Supercoach Opinion of the Week, and then we're going to roll straight into the two minute drill. So we've um, put the feeders out there for some questions, and we'll be covering half a dozen or so. Uh, over about a 20-minute period um, going through and smashing them out. And then we'll be covering our trades in the Your Fire segment of the week. So 
Let's get started, hey, mate, and uh, let's get smack bang into it, and now it's time for Train. Teams Analysis podcast was back last week, so we don't have to cover the teams um, new specifically, although there'll be a few things probably to cover over the next five minutes or so that um, we just can't miss out on. The first thing is the uh, what happened in the tribunal last night. So a couple of players found guilty. The most important for Supercoach is probably uh, Tarek Sims, who, uh, whilst he's not really Supercoach relevant, that, that means that David Clemmer is not available for round 16. He was looking like a potential... Um, or effectively a free gift for this weekend, given he's been averaging close to 70 points per game. But unfortunately, he won't be there. So it's back to the drawing board for the likes of myself. And then George Burgess is out for the next nine weeks in um, just a grubby act. And um, I can't believe he didn't get suspended for a bit more. Yeah, yeah. He deserved at least nine, maybe more. That was pretty pretty disgusting. Um, and it's yeah, it's disappointing that Clemmer's not going to be there. I was, tra- I was planning on trading Cameron Murray to Clemmer this week. Um, so that sort of puts me back to the drawing board with that second trade, and obviously we'll go through a bunch of players over the next 45 minutes or so, but um, I'm finding it difficult to find that second trade this week. There's a few players out there that I'm not that keen on um, that that you know that are the, the better options this week. So, yeah, yep, it'll be good to see Clemmer back for New South Wales next week, though he played well in Game 1, and uh, that Game 3 should be a blockbuster. Yeah, it's going to be a close one, I think. Pretty funny that I was reading as well that um, Sims actually could have been available if they had a pled guilty. Um, and I think he would have got uh, downgraded to uh, just receiving points rather than games. So they uh, they absolutely stuffed that up. Yeah, yep. Trying to beat the system and did not work. Now, Nathan Cleary, I traded him last week to SJ, which I'm not too unhappy about, but obviously named for New South Wales, which means he could play round 17 do you give him much of a chance to play for new south wales this time next week classic nick can't get his facts right actually clear has just been uh, ruled out tonight mate with uh, mitchell pierce is making the return to origin you are a dead mitchell, set fool is he really yeah what are they doing mm. mate just as a queensland supporter just like rubbing your hands together it's um Mitchell, wow. mitchell pierce in a decider in origin i mean this is a very interesting decision yeah, mate, I can't say anything, though. I remember what I was, all the smack I was talking after they named their team for round two, planning the victory party already, and then we got absolutely trounced. So who knows what's going to happen. But, mate, that's breaking news for me. Cleary out, Pierce Cleary in. Out. Hasn't recovered in time, but hopefully he'll be back for round 17, uh, although most of us will have uh, the likes of a Sean Johnson there as a cover. 5-8 injury crisis, so... I uh, am a Milford owner still, uh, and that was a, an unfortunate injury, not only for Supercoach, but for the Broncos. They could struggle to win another game for the rest of the year. Um, he was by far their best player in the second half, and, and they just look absolutely hopeless at the moment. Um, I know we're not going to cover teams, but have you seen their 17 this weekend? Yeah, yep, yep. And like I said earlier, I was listening to your podcast, and I think you were, you were very apt in describing it as one of the worst Broncos teams we've ever, we have ever seen. There's blokes on the wing who literally I've never heard of, a hooker playing in the halves, 
Um, it's just uh, Darius is still in the team somehow. It's it's ridiculous, mate. It's um yeah yep. Hopefully Sharkies will just pump the Broncos, and hopefully we'll see a ton for SJ. So he was likely to miss maybe a month, but now reports are that he could miss up to two and potentially the season if they offer surgery. And you'd expect that uh, the way the Broncos are going, that they, they'll probably just um, put him out to pasture for the rest of the year. Uh, so that looks like he's a must-trade either this week or next. And uh, unfortunately, we've also got Kalen Ponga, who every serious uh, super coach player will probably have in their 5-8 position as well. But he's going to miss round 17. So that potentially leaves us with... Uh, a lot of players, a lot of super coaches copying a donut in round 17 unless you make the move next weekend. Yeah, yeah. It'll depend on Munster, I think. I've, I'm running a Munster-Pongo combo at the moment. Um, and if Munster backs up after Origin, obviously I'll be sweet. Uh, but if not, I'll have to cop an AE like I had to last week when Ponga was a laid out. I had to take old mate Corey Allen's AE, which was not ideal. Um but yeah, I think that Munster Ponga combo is the one that you want for the run home. So hopefully one of them, you know, uh, probably Munster can show up in round 17 and give us at least a number. Yeah, oh, I've definitely got Munster um, penciled in as one of my trades next week. So hopefully he backs up. Uh, otherwise, I'll be probably copying an AE too because I don't think there's any other clear options at 5'8". Unless you were to potentially go with Jerome Hughes this week and switch uh, Sean Johnson uh, mm. into 5'8", which is an option. Um, but I, is he available in five eight? Probably. Uh, no, Jerome Hughes is available at halfback. Oh, um, SJ is. But SJ yeah. is. So there's dual position there if you can make the switch. Yep, fair enough. Uh, and then TK, TKO is out with a concussion. Um, that looks pretty severe. Not it's not ordinary that you'd see a player just not named. Um, they would generally give them up to the very last minute with concussion, but he's obviously failed um, some kind of NRL protocol um, to not even be named. And uh, you would think that he'd be pretty important this weekend with Boy Corden not being in the side. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one for me. We all remember what happened with Ryan Madison last year. So if he misses next week, I'll be trading him out for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep, Like I said, I brought him in. Last week, uh, and the, the front row, second row options this week are very slim. You know, presuming most people have got Payne Haas, the only other guy is Maddo, who you and I have been running with since the start of the season. Uh, with Clemmer out, the only other guys averaging above 60, if you exclude Nakora, who we're probably running with in centre wing, is Kenny Bromwich. That's it. It's Payne Haas, Maddo, and Kenny Bromwich. That is it this week, basically. There's not much there. Mate, I'm I'm shocked. I'm flabbergasted here. You've 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 come in with some stats. Oh mate, I'm coming in on fire tonight, red hot. <laughs> You're coming in hot. You must have a rum in front of you right now. I do have a can of rum. I do have. My uh, problem is I've been listening to too many podcasts about NBA free agency, so I can tell you where all the free agents are going. But my super coach has been has been slipping accordingly. Is it is it bad that I actually enjoy NBA off season more than I actually enjoy the NBA? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole way that they do June thirty and all the players um, oh, I love it. Shif- shifting teams is pretty exciting. Yeah, mate, it's fantastic. Um, so I think that's it for the news. However, I just have to ask you what's What's biting at the moment? That's uh, what's happening on the oh, on the Gold Coast, mate. Nothing, mate. Nothing. We've there's a few fish around the back, but um, 
I don't know. My theory is that they don't like the cold and they don't like the wind. But I, I was talking to some old mate. <laughs> You're an idiot. I was, I was talking to an old mate down at the boat ramp. Old mate. The other, the other day when I was walking the dogs, he was out fishing. And he, he said to me, nah, the brim love the the cold and the wind and the dark. The darker and colder and wind, windier, the better. But we haven't caught anything Maybe you just shit at fishing. For a while. Yeah, yeah, I know. We took the tinny out on the weekend for a bit of a burn up past Karan Cove, which was good. Very nice, very nice. All right, that's it for the news. And then uh, let's get into the Welder's Dog Unpopular Supercoach Opinion of the Week. So my unpopular Supercoach Opinion of the Week, well, I I thought it was going to be unpopular, but I'm just looking at the the most traded in plays at the moment. And none of the mid-price 400 uh, forwards are are sitting in that list, which really surprised me. So I would have thought somebody like a a Pangai or an Angus Crichton in particular uh, would have been um, pretty popular trade-in targets this week, but they're not. I'm shocked by that, Nick. Yeah, yep, me too. I mean... Like we just said, we just went through front row and second row sort of keeper options in inverted commas, and then there's not much there uh, outside of Maddo and Haas, who you know who we've probably all got. Um, and I would have thought that people would have been going for some of those 400k options, but maybe people are getting smart, or maybe they're low on trades, or you know, so maybe people are saying, ah, there's no point getting a 400k guy in because he's not a keeper to the end of the season, so I'll save the trade or I'll, I'll go for enough um, to try and get me 30, 40 points. Maybe he jags a try and you get 50 or 60, uh, and I'll save that 200K for someone else. But I did think the likes of Crichton and Pangai in particular would be a bit more popular this week. Yeah, so my unpopular opinion of the week is pretty useless, so um, <laughs> won't spend much time. Because Good I'll chat, s- though. Good chat. Yeah, Good cheers, chat, man. Mate. Cheers. I was going to say, chat. just forget the mid-priced, uh, mid-400 price forwards. I think that, um, as you said, unless you've got trades to burn, um, they're, you know, somebody like Crichton or even a pan guy gives you 50 this week, and then from then on, um, you can't play them in your 17. So um, you'll either have to move them on or just sit them as your 19th or 20th man. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what is your unpopular Supercoach opinion of the week? Mate, I was just thinking about this, and it's a bit last minute, so it's not it's not heavily researched. I wouldn't expect anything is... <laughs> less from you, Nick. <laughs> not unusual, I know. Um, but I reckon avoid – I don't think that – I think avoid the nuffs. Mm, I, don't, I was thinking I don't, that too. Yep. Yeah. I don't think that um, wasting a trade to get 30 points from some guy called Farnsworth or Coates – is is worth it this week i'm i think i'm if i can't find another trade apart from the one that i've got my eye on i might even just hold that second trade and just run with nine players this week because i don't think these blokes especially these guys from the broncos are going to score more than 30 points this week no i i tend to agree and i i had josh kerr penciled in um since the the clemmer news is a trade in this week um but, yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, at best, he's going to give 15 to, to 25 points coming off the bench. Um, the only player that I'd probably seriously consider would be maybe a Sander Earl, who um, uh, what is actually plays in a very good side and uh, mm. could snag a try this weekend. The likes of the Broncos guys just scream disaster to me. They should get smashed by the Sharks. And unless you're going to pick somebody that um, has a chance of a try, I just wouldn't probably wouldn't go near him, particularly a bench forward. Um so I guess I, I might be changing. Oh, I think I'm definitely going to change my strategy and um, try to bring in two um, premium guys this week, and then maybe enough next week when I've got some some other players to um, to cover the seventeen. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. I mean, 
guys in the starting team this week that are cheap are Billy Welt, Walters, Coates, Farnsey, Nichols, Sandor Earl, and Jai Field. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jai Field. So I don't particularly see a trade for any of those guys um, making a huge amount of cash. I did get Kerr last week because I needed him to make the salary work to get Tommy Turbo and Mitchell and a couple of others in. But um, I'm not going to be going enough on any of these guys this week, even if it even if it would be tempting to go Corey Allen to one of these nuffs, for example, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold that trade and keep it up my sleeve for the last, um, you know, eight or nine weeks. Yeah, fair enough. I think I'm going to, I'll probably bring in, as I said, the two premiums, nuff next week. And then, um, I don't think I need to nuff again, um, until maybe round 19, um, if need be, but I think I can get by, um, without having to downgrade anyone again uh, up until, uh, yeah, as I said, round 19 or so, just with the bank I have. So that's what I'm going to be looking for. But I, I definitely um, I agree with everything you have said then. Okay, that is it. We're going to have a quick break and then come back with the two-minute drill. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You have questions, we have answers. It's question time. So the questions have landed and it's a very important week, round 16, final buy round of the season. We've got about half a dozen or so to get through, Nick. Are you ready, mate? One minute each to smash through. I think one minute might be too much for you. Mate, I was born ready. I'm you're, always ready. You're born ready. Always. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I reckon you were born ready for the solo pod. That's what you were born to do. Solo pod's going well, mate. We gave away a couple of bar fridges. Have you have you actually given away your prize on this podcast yet? Uh, I'm waiting for JT to come back. I never I never heard the um <laughs> yeah the conclusion of the competition. Well, I think it's 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 MIA just like Sangster's team podcast this week. Uh, what about Wilfred's minutes? <laughs> oh, mate, that's just a given, isn't it? You don't even you just expect that four days late every week. I'm actually well, okay. Let's do something a little bit impromptu here. I'm actually going to pull up. Um, one well, I didn't get too many, but we got quite a few, and this one's pretty funny as well. <laughs> it's going to be uh, the your fired Nick. Let me just try and find this. Actually, let's let's move on to the first question of the week, and as I um, find it, I'll um, I'll pull it up. But the first one is, um, who would you pick out of Cameron Smith and Cameron McInnes? Oh mate, I'm Tim Smithy all the way, um, but I'm I understand the question, so I'm looking at the stats here. Um, Smithy is 50k more. He's only actually scored 44 more points for the season, and he's owned by 38% of teams instead of six. So, I can understand McInnes at a discount and a very similar 
output, I thought Smithy would have been a fair bit more than him, to be honest, and he's definitely much more of a pod. But I'm team pedigree. I'm team Smith all the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. I think Smith's pedigree is fantastic. But if you look at what McInnes has done this season, so he scored over sixty points per game in sixty-five percent of the game total games played, and if you exclude the three matches this year where he played under seventy minutes, only three, he has a season average of sixty-nine points per game. So that has keeper written all over about over it. Um, I don't know. I still think there's a potential for Smith to get rested on the on the right way home. They play the Titans twice, so either that's going to be brilliant, or they might look to rest him and give um, the other the other Smith a bit of a crack at the starting hooker. Um, I can't afford either of them this week, so I'll be bypassing. But yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong with either player. So who who is your second hooker currently? Oh, I've got Billy Britton, man. I'll be just rolling with that. <laughs> I'll be I'll be rolling with that for the end. I'll be rolling with. I'm more than comfortable with that because um, if Damien Cook's out, Britton plays 80 minutes, and he and the one game this year he played 80 minutes. He played. He scored over 60 points. So I'm um, I'm more than comfortable as a. He's a, a legitimate handcuff, as what we'd say if in uh, NFL fantasy. He is. So um, they don't have any other options there. Plus, I do have Tavaga as well sitting in my second row, and I can switch him um, into hooker if need be. Keep telling yourself that, mate. Keep telling yourself so that. I, I mean, my I, team, I, my team's so stacked. I don't even know who to play every week. That's my problem. Yeah, well, you got lots of problems, but I don't think it's that stacked. Mate. I got mate Smith, Ponger, and Turbo on my bench. Like, what even is that? They're not playing this weekend, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, next week. <laughs> All right, I found, I found the, I found the uh, one of the entries. You ready for it? Yeah, ready. All right, Nick. Because of your attitude towards winning and for your average looks, <laughs> mostly because you're fake news, you're fired. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a very good accent. Very good. Good. See, we get quality here on the SC Report. The stuff that you, 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 you got emails, mate. We actually get videos and, and audio sent in. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And yeah, fake news is probably true. I do my best to keep up with everything, but without the um, without the scrolling of the WhatsApp group and picking up the little bits and pieces from there, I would have nothing. Let's be honest. So that was from uh, Adrian Asaurus Rex. Um, that's it's an interesting Facebook name. Um, yeah, so he wins the Welders Dog uh, Pack. So congratulations. Oh, to so him. you're not waiting for JT? No, fuck JT. <laughs> hey. Hey, that seven-year-old could listen to this podcast, mate. What seven-year-old, mate? You know, the guy Sangster interviewed. He could be listening right ah, now. Ah, the one free article of the year guy, yeah. Yeah, right. watch yeah. You, so watch your language, buddy. <laughs> All right, move on to the next one. Can you trade in Latrell Mitchell? You, sorry, can you not trade in Latrell Mitchell this weekend? Uh, yeah, so firstly, I was hoping that I'd be doing the podcast with the seven-year-old Sebastian tonight, but <laughs> it was unfortunate that we couldn't get him, first of all. Did you see that he was wearing a Cowboys jersey as well? JT lost his shit. <laughs> best mates. Best mates, those two. No, he's doing good. Shout out, Sebastian. Yeah. Um, can you not trade in Latrell Mitchell? No, I don't think you can not trade him in. I think you have to trade him in, yeah. especially uh, like you said on the team's pod. If Kiri's back, um, Latrell's out to the centres. Uh, and I think he's going to go big. He's my VC this week. Big time, mate. So, I mean, we, we 
at the start of the podcast, we just said, what the hell is the point in buy planning? I mean, even if everything had gone right this week and, and you had stacked sides, if you don't have Latrell Mitchell and he comes out and pumps 150, forget mm. everything that you've done. Everything. Yeah. It's just not... It's And people have him VC and that's 300 points. And then, you know, you could have a full 17 and it's just game over. So I think you just have to bring him... Take the... It's a roller coaster... Go with the ride. He looked. I actually thought he looked quite good last um, last week in the in the halves. He didn't score too well, but he kind of. I don't know. It looked like he was getting a bit a bit involved, and against the Tigers, he could go massive. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think, mate, must have this week. Must have. He's pretty cheap now as well, considering where he was yeah. at one stage. Break even sixty six. So this is the time to get him too. So um, we got. You know, Clemmer was a gift, but Mitchell is an absolute gem of a gift. Um, he, everyone would have had him penciled in for Origin all three games, so he's available. Go and get him. Okay, the next question we've already covered this a little bit. Who are the best cheapies or nuffs um, available this round? So I've got a couple there, and Kerr, Walters, the Broncos, Wingers, and we also spoke about Earl. Um, if you have to pick one, who would it be? Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd pick a Kerr just because he's got that dual second row, front row. So if you've got guys like Marty Tapao, Clemmer, Tokiaho, um, Kerr can become quite uh, important and quite valuable to shift those guys around. Um, so that covers off on him. That This Xavier Coates seems to be obviously quite popular. I don't know anything about him. There's rumours he might be kicking goals. What do you know about him, obviously, living at Red Hill and stalking the Broncos every week? Absolutely nothing, mate. I don't think I don't think too many people know. I think he's uh, he's been rolling around the Q Cup, good goal kicker. Um, but yeah, other people out there know more about me. I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a bit uh, put off by the Broncos at the moment, mate. It's hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it's Kerr for me. Uh, if you needed a centre wing to make some salary cap moves or something, I'd go with the flock and go with Coates. Okay. Well, I'd probably pick, uh, if I'm going for a back, it'd be Earl, just because he plays for the Storm, good chance or a chance of a try this weekend. Um, and then in the forwards, yeah, Kurt, because of that dual second row, front row forward. But uh, I think you're not expecting too much more than maybe 15 to 20 points from him this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Especially. Um some of the more popular trades this week on the onto the next question are in the same centre wing with the likes of Dylan Walker, Tau and Micah Sivo. To- oh. <laughs> is it a wise move to be trading these boys now or should we be retaining them as bench cover for the run home? Particularly the guys like Toor, who's scoring really well in base, and Micah Sivo, who just seems to cross the line every bloody week. Yeah. Well, um, I think an easy answer to this is I think you need at least two cover center wings. Uh, and then you've got probably one enough spot there that you can just dump. Um, I don't think you can afford to have just the one center wing cover. Um, and I'll be cover If I had both of these guys that you just spoke about, um, I'd probably be holding them and uh, and then looking to move someone else off. Um, I, I just think that with the injuries that are going to going to happen, you will need at least two center wing uh, cover guys, particularly with trades running low. Yeah, it's always good to have a fifth decent center wing like Sivo and then a sixth center wing like Katoni Staggs or Tau uh, or someone like that who can give you some coverage and then you can pair him with a, with Corey Allen or Enough or someone as your seventh center wing. Um, I'm selling Tau this week uh, and I'm going to shift Staggs down uh, and I'm going to get someone into my second row who will cover later. Uh, so that would give me... 
Latrell, Bateman, Mau, and Nakora as my starters, with Stags as my only center wing cover, and then Corey Allen and Sebastian Chris. So I'm probably a man short there in the center wing. So I um I sold Cherry last week as well, which I'm not too disappointed about. So I think that it's uh I think you should try and hold, like you say, try and at least keep one of these guys so you've at least got some cover there because trades will become very valuable in sort of round 21, 22. And if you've got a one-week injury, uh, these guys could become very important at that point of the season. Yeah, fair. I mean, I've, I'm moving Lomax on this weekend. I, I just think with the, the form that uh, that Aiken is in and also you've got um, Lafayre, which is back in the side too, that there's no um, guarantee that Lomax is going to be uh, coming into the side, there's also a chance that um, Woodup could be back in the next few weeks as well. Um, so I'll be moving him on, and, and I'll likely be um, keeping um, Sherry and also To'o um, as my backup centre wings uh, for the run home. Um, I just I really like the, the Sharks draw, and I think Sherry is a, a definite play option in your 17 for a couple of those games, particularly at Shark Park. He was un- unfortunate not to have a line break and a try last weekend. So um, I'll be holding on to him as a potential player to float into my center wing. And then Tor, as you said, just fantastic base. And if you need to move him in there, you can basically count on 45 points, um, which is not too bad. Yeah, yep, he's solid. He's very solid. So... Um, w- kind of covered um TK, tko as well but um if you do own him would you be looking to trade him out at the moment oh if you don't have maddo 100 percent tokyaho to, to maddo lock it in if you do have maddo then you know like someone like myself the only option is kenny bromwich basically uh, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste a trade on that. So I would only trade him for Madison. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I, um, I own him. I'll probably hold on to him. And the only reason I really am, I was looking at potential moves to get him out this week. The concussion does worry me. Is just I don't have anyone sitting in my second row that I can um, dual position with him. He's in my front row at the moment, so I'll be holding on to him, but potentially moving him out to say Clemmer in the next couple of weeks. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't disagree with, with anything you've said there. What about Cam Murray, mate? I know that you are probably looking to trade him out this weekend. Yeah, well, I was going to trade him to Clemmer, but now that Clemmer's not available, um, I'd put him in the same boat as Tokiaho. If if you're trading Murray, I'd only be trading him to Madison, presuming that everyone already has Payne Haas. Um, I would, yeah, Madison would be the only one who I'd sell him to. I just don't see the point in trading him to Kenny Bromwich or Alex Twoll or Lodge or Pangai or Crichton or Gallon or someone like that. I'm just I'm just going to hold him. Hopefully he comes good. Agree with you again. I'll be holding on to Murray. And just to have a look, I mean, it's easy to judge what he's done over the past couple of weeks, but his minutes are way, way down, almost 20 minutes. Um, he's averaging, or he's been playing 30 to 40 minutes over the past three weeks. And that's a massive drop from 60 to 65 minutes that he was producing um, when he was uh, way over 600,000. So I'm holding him. I think he will come good again. And uh, yeah, he, he'll, he's definitely a keeper for the run home. Yep. Agree. What about your boy, Jazz Tavaga? He's, look, I'll let you, I'll give you a preview of five minutes time in the podcast. He's about to become my boy this week as well. Well, everyone else can just trade him out then. <laughs> nah, I was, that was a good trade to make last week. I, I wanted to make it happen, but I couldn't. But all he needs is minutes. That's he all does. he needs. He's a beast, mate, super coach beast. I mean, 
Very happy with his performance last week. Do we think it's going to um, happen again? Uh, 88 points in 74 minutes. I do not think that's going to happen, particularly with Lachlan Burr returning to the bench. But if he's playing 60 plus, 60 plus minutes, then he's an option for your 17 each week, I think. It's a 60 to 65 points, given his points per minute. And uh, just have to look at what he did over the like the final um, six weeks of the season last year. I think he averaged 65 points per game, getting those good minutes. So, um, yeah, I don't think he's a bad option at all. Um, but I, I don't think he's a must-trade in either. No, not a must-trade, but I think he's... One of the better options this week behind Maddo and Latrell and maybe Cameron Smith if you don't have him. You know, he could he could easily average 50 or 55 uh, for the next month, which probably prices him closer to 450 or 500, especially with a negative three break even this week. Uh, SJ is probably a slightly better option than him uh, as a trade-in this week as well. But there's 100K to be made on Tavaga. Uh, and if you get to that point, 492 and you've got a bit of cash in bank you could then upgrade to um to a fallen lower end second row keeper you know by that you might be only able to 30 or 40k off a clemmer uh, or someone like that a jerbo or something like that jerbo is only 540k at the moment yeah yeah exactly so i think tavaga is going to close in on those guys pretty quickly yep good call get on get on get on um yeah, and I mean, if we're looking at the guys or the must-haves to trade in this weekend, you're probably looking at, as you said, Cameron Smith or a, a Cameron McGuinness, if you can afford them. Um, RTS, Sean Johnson, Latrell Mitchell, and obviously Ryan Madison. Um, they're the guys that, you, if you don't own, you need to get them in before someone than a Tavaga. Uh, and, you know, a few of those other guys that are floating around as well. But if you've got all of them in, you can start to think about one of those pod, pod options and... and uh, I'll be uh, bringing one of those pod options, I think, uh, this weekend, just looking at my trades um, over the past uh, you know, hour or so, and I think I've landed on one, which I know that you probably won't agree on, but that's fine. So that's a good segue, Nick. Let's jump straight into the You're Fired segment. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. All right, guests first. Nick, what are your trades for this week? Uh, I'm going to do Tau to Tavaga via Jules with, Katoni Stags facilitating that move. Sorry, was that two or was that to'o? B to o, to'o, whatever. It's just like Matty Utai. I'm going to be looking at Matty Utai. Who they don't know who he is, but <laughs> um, so to'o to Tavaga via Stags, uh, and then my second trade. I'm I'm very undecided on. Uh, I might be a bit like you, actually. You know, your um, unpopular opinion was forget the mid-price forwards and then we just talked up to Varga for five minutes. I might say forget the nuffs and then just nuff out Corey Allen for Sandor Earl or, um, yeah, probably Sandor Earl. That's going to bank me 50K. Corey Allen's useless. He's not doing anything. Uh, and that, that cash might be useful next week. I've already got Cameron Smith. I've already got Maddo. Uh, I don't want to sell Cameron Murray. Um, I can't see anyone in the front row or second row that I particularly want that's that I don't have. Um, yeah, I've got SJ already. I've got Latrell already. Um, I'm interested in these people who are saying they've got 14 or 15 for this week. I'm interested in who exactly they've got because I've only got nine plus Lol. and plus enough, Lol. and there's no one else that I want though. Lol. Lol. Who have you? Who have you? Who have you got that I don't have? Who have I got? That you, okay, let me just pull up my team right now. Playing this week, I'll have um, Haas, uh, Maddo, Stags, Tavaga, 
Uh, SJ, Malmalo, Sherry, Nakora, Masters, Tuas, so, Sheck. Okay. Uh, yep. So Malmalo, Sherry, Masters, Nikora. and RTS I don't have. Okay. And uh, I've got um, Herbert on the pine. Okay. And Herbert. So those yeah. five. So, That's pre-trades as well. Okay. So you sold Teddy last week? I did, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He'll be coming straight back into my side for round 19. Okay. See, Marmalo's the one who I'm looking at, but I can't bring myself to pay 550k for him. Uh, yeah, I think the time to get him was a few weeks ago when he was uh, in the 400s. Yeah, and Masters will give you a solid 40 points, so that's all good. Uh, so disappointed with him. I'll be I'll be trading him out um, potentially, um, but uh, he's just been super disappointing. Although his base plus power is still quite good. Um, but I don't know what's happened. He's just uh, he's put the offload away. Uh, even though he's scoring tries this year, it's just not turning into super coach points. So hopefully he comes good. Um, it might not be the worst, uh, you know, fifth or sixth center wing for the run home mm. potentially. Um, yeah. So with your so tell us your two trades and then how many players will that give you? I think thirteen. Um, so I'm going to trade out Lomax for Mitchell straight switch, and then I'm still holding on to Mitch Barnett. Um, who I traded in. I just couldn't find the trade for him. <laughs> couldn't couldn't find the trade for him last week because I had a few other guys with high break evens to get out. And I'm I'm seriously looking at Kenny Bromwich um, this weekend. Um, he's uh, you know up until the last three weeks. Last weekend's performance was fantastic, but um, the three weeks before that were were poor. But before that, you know, he was averaging close to 64, 65 points per game. Uh, he's really lifted his performance this year, and with the Storms run home, I can see him being a bit of a pot option. He's currently sitting in 5% of all teams, uh, and he's a player that I'll uh, potentially look to play um, You know, when when they come up against some of the, the I guess, the, the worst of, or the some of the weaker competition um, in the run home. And um, I guess the reason why I'm looking at that too, Nick, is just that I've been thinking about the enough option this week, but I just need the points. Um, and I, mm. you know, Kerr will give me twenty, uh, whereas Bromwich hopefully can give me sixty points, and then um, I can do enough next week. Um, and as I said, I, I, that won't hurt me because I've got a lot of players to come back into the seventeen. Yep, yep, yeah. Kenny, Kenny will score okay this week, I'm sure. Um, up against the Dragons, he'll score quite well, I think. So, okay, so you're going to have probably three more players than me. So you'll definitely beat me by f- at probably one fifty. To 200 this week so then i'll be trying to chase you down from that point on so what will that leave you in terms of trades and cash in bank um so i think after um i think after this weekend i'll have eight trades left um and then i've got my planned trades ahead of me at the moment and um i got one two three four four trades to go through to round 19 that is just planned trades and plan to have four um, post then for for injuries and have a pretty stacked seventeen. Okay, All right. So I'll have ten left this week, and may depending what I do, somewhere between fifty and a hundred k in bank. So, a couple more trades, but it's not a huge difference. So, it'll be interesting to see um, where we end up. I think it'll, like we said, be a close race. I'll have probably a nineteen or twenty man squad at that point uh, plus trades. So, I should be fine. Um, It'll probably be like like a couple of years ago where I saved my trades and there was no injuries and I finished the year with three trades left. Yeah, that was last year. That was so annoying. I remember doing mm. a similar thing. But uh didn't really do us any good, Nick, because I think both of us finished outside the top 5,000, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it's all about getting on those hot guys in the last 
six weeks, you know, you think you've got a shit-hot 19-man squad and there's someone who just comes from the clouds, like a Widop or a Corey, um, sorry, Cody Walker or someone, and if you can get a trade to get that guy in during that hot streak, you can you can finish off strong. But, I, yeah, I always think that I have a solid team for the run home and I always um, fall down the rankings over the last month. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's probably, that could be a Latrell Mitchell getting on, the, on this week or even getting on uh, Turbo last weekend. Uh, he's going to be, uh, what, he's priced at 768000 now, one more game and he's going to be well over that. Um, so they're the kind of players you're talking about. And um, I guess just, just trying to look at what your side, I guess the composition is and how many, um, you know, what kind of backup you do have um, because people are going to be making some sideways trades over the, the coming month, I'd say, and um, potentially could have a, some pretty weak uh, reserves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you sort the players by highest average, you know, out of about the top 20 or so, if you exclude Scott Drinkwater, the only players I don't have in that list is RTS, Cody Walker, and Fanua Blake, and Clemmer. That's it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the only players that I don't have is Tedesco, uh, Munster, Walker, uh, and uh, and then Bateman, who will be bringing in next weekend. So, um that's, I think everyone's going to have a pretty similar team. Mm, yeah, exactly. It's just going to be all about which reserves do you choose and which captain do you choose. Absolutely. Well, I think, Nick, that'll do us for tonight. It's been good to have you back on board to get you away from the solo pod uh, for one week to cover JT whilst he's... Um, I don't really know what he's doing, mate. Probably just wiping away his cowboy tears at the moment. <laughs> he's probably watching replays of the Cowboys-Broncos grand final again. 2015, again, probably. <laughs> Oh well, it'd be. Uh, I don't remember the uh, the the last grand final the Broncos won as well as what he did. So um, he's got that one on myself. And um, grand finals. When was the the last Warriors one? Uh, there was on there was a replay or something on Twitter when we made the final in two thousand against the Roosters, and Stacey Jones was just jink left, jink right, carve up. But mm-hmm. yeah, we still lost. We still suck. Anyway, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Anyway. Last weekend was rough, like I said on the podcast. We got smashed in the cricket, the Warriors lost, the Hurricanes lost, and the Demons lost. It was a rough 24 hours. Well, it was a big game this weekend. Yeah, I know. I know. Two two of the shittest teams were battling it out for the spoon. <laughs> Have you seen the time slot? It's at 1 p.m. on a Sunday. That's, oh. like, that's just like where they, we don't give a shit who watches this game. This is, this is just <laughs> the shittest game of the weekend is going on the 1 p.m. on the Sunday time slot. Yeah, that's Titans Dogs kick yep. off at kick off in Rabina two p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. More people watching the Q Cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, good luck, mate. Hopefully, hopefully Crips is back for my Super Coach team. Yeah, well, I hope so too for my livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mates. Good to see you. Oh, sorry. Good to speak to you again. And um, thank you, everyone. Uh, for downloading or subscribing or whatever you're doing it all very much appreciated and best of luck for what is going to be a difficult round thanks mate talk to you soon